0: Managing Chaos.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to episode four of Managing Chaos. I'm Teresa here with my co life manager.
0: Hey, guys, this is Cal. Thanks for coming back again.
1: This is our venting podcast about all things in life. If you have anything you'd like to add or share with us, please feel free to let us know. We really can't do this podcast all by ourselves. We're going to need some input from you guys. So uh, hit us up at managingthatchaos at gmail.com, at managingthatchaos on Instagram, or at chaos managers on Twitter. So it's been a minute since we did a podcast, eh? It's yeah, been- it's been a
0: couple weeks, but you guys won't know it. Because to you it's going to be seven days,
1: right? Yeah, we're gonna. It's going to be one. But I feel like there's been a bit of nonsense going on in our lives.
0: Yeah, we've had a busy couple weeks. That's why. It's been a couple weeks.
1: Right. I feel like today was a fairly good day, aside from Boo Boo throwing up at dance class and us having to go get him.
0: Yeah, Chalupa went to Bezel's dance class because he has been having a meltdown when your mom takes takes yeah without him so he fought and fought and fought to get to go today got there and he threw his guts up all over the place
1: yeah i felt really bad for him
0: you felt bad for him i felt bad for your mom
1: (laughs) well i did feel bad for that look it wasn't as bad as the last time that he was at dance class and threw up let me tell you they're not going to let him come back if he keeps throwing up at dance class you probably don't remember because you weren't there
0: Oh, I remember my truck.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it, anybody who has a weak stomach, I'm going to tell a story about uh, Boo Boo throwing up everywhere. Yeah, it was a it was nonsense.
0: Yeah, I was down at a baseball game. I went to a Tigers game with some friends, and then I uh, went to a brewery afterwards. And I got a call from you, and you were just in hysterics. Because you were going to take Emma to dance class or meet her there or something, and mm-hmm. Chalupa was in my truck, which normally you would never drive, but I was taking my friends to a baseball game, so I took your car for more mm-hmm. room, and then... He just exploded in the back of my truck, and you had no idea how to even handle the situation.
1: Oh, yeah. So, the worst part is that my parents were on vacation. My parents go on vacation like one time a year. They were gone. I literally had nobody to help me. And
0: yeah, this baseball game, I was an hour and a half away. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And I was like, normally in my car, I have it stocked with like kids' stuff, like wipes and extra clothes, all those things, right?
0: But you're in the dad truck, and there was nothing.
1: Nothing. I literally he told me he was hot and then 30 seconds later started throwing up all over the car like projectile vomiting and so I slammed it like I pulled into like four parking spots slammed it in a park and ran around and I was just like standing in the parking lot like not knowing what to do I was like praying some person would like pull in and could help me out no I had to walk him into dance class covered
0: yeah, and it's just comedy of errors because usually you have so many lifelines, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. usually I'm within range, your parents are in range. Mm-hmm. Like you have somebody you can lean on, and that was just like the one time.
1: Yeah, it was awful. But yeah, so I, I was like, I don't I don't know if they're ever gonna let my poor kid come back to dance.
0: <laughs> your mom should use that as an excuse of why she doesn't take them anymore. <gasps> oh my
1: gosh, yes. That would be she could just say, like, no, honey, like you've thrown up at dance class too many times. <laughs> oh goodness yes yeah, so that was the only thing bad that happened today yesterday however yesterday i titled it uh, i just can't anymore <laughs> like at the end of the night i was like i can't i can't listen to crying i can't listen to arguing i can't do it anymore. Yesterday
0: yesterday was a struggle. Mm-hmm. It was meant to be a good day. I got out of work early. You had the day off, mm-hmm. and Bezel got out of school early that day. So I got home, and I was like, we should do something fun today. It's not very often anymore that we are all home early on a weekday. So I was like, let's figure something fun out. Yeah. So we decided we were going to go to the park because the kids love playing outside at the playground. And mm-hmm. we'd go out to dinner with your parents and just really try to have a family fun night.
1: Nope. Man. Couldn't do it. Chalupa
0: was great last night, but... Mm-hmm. No?
1: When we got to the park, don't you remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he cried like yeah, like the little blueberry pancakes the last time we were there. They cried the entire time. Sobbed.
0: Yeah, and we were the parents like, what kind of asshole parents bring their kid (laughs) to this park and just gonna let them cry all day? Yeah. And then our kid was that kid the next, like, two days later.
1: Yeah. Well, I think the difference was, A, that little girl was sobbing to the point where she couldn't breathe. And they were forcing her to go play. And... Ours, we were begging him to stop following some poor little kid.
0: Yeah, he's just being a little weird kid. Ran into a kid, heard his name in the first couple seconds, and just followed him around like he was his best friend, which was cute, but, man, that little kid thought he was weirdo.
1: The, the little kid had, like, a gang behind him at the end telling Boo Boo to go away, and then I had to, like, be like, okay, you you can't play with this kid anymore. You can't
0: just stalk a random kid right? around the playground. Yeah. In Boo Boo's defense, he was trying to be a good kid. He was just trying to have a friend.
1: He was. Well, so, and uh, that's why I was saying I felt bad for him at the dance studio today because he was just sobbing because he's like, I just want to play with my friends. Because that's what he goes there for. There's all these little kids that wait outside of the dance class for their siblings. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's like three or four of them. They all play together. So he was so upset that he didn't, he couldn't stay and play. And I was like, "You smell like vomit." like <laughs> you can't you can't
0: stay you smell like garbage we have to get you out of society <laughs> right, right. right now.
1: well yesterday though during all that nonsense i thought it was really great you got to have a, a great teaching moment for the the older one with the goldfish i thought that was a really good moment
0: oh it was stolen you know i didn't like make that up right no
1: i was so <laughs> proud of you well i was in like that, remember in that this case,
0: i am a great parent now you guys have all heard the thing about so basically Bezel was really trying to make it Hard for us to have this family fun idea that I had in my head, and to the point where I was like, All right, you're on your third strike, something happens again, we're just staying home. And then I caught her in a lie, and it was the stupidest lie. I walked up to her, and she had this mouth full <laughs> of bubble gum, like hard to chew. And I was like, These, how many pieces of bubble gum do you have in your mouth? And she held up her two fingers, and it was clear that it was more than that. And I was like, You only have two, and then she was like, All right, three. And I was like, Oh, funny that you say three because this was strike. Three, I can't believe you just lied to me over a piece of bubble gum that didn't even matter. Like, right, I was yeah. just cracking a joke, like, "Oh my god, you have so much gum!" <laughs> and then she started bawling, and I was like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." So I grabbed a goldfish cracker off the the counter, and we went outside, and I threw it on the ground, and I made her stomp on it, and I was like, "All right, say sorry to that goldfish cracker." <laughs> And she's like, I'm sorry. And I was like, oh, it's still smashed, isn't it? And teaching her that lesson of saying sorry doesn't always just fix the situation. But no, I'd love to take credit for that. But that's that's a stolen thing.
1: Well... I gave you credit. I was pretty, I was pretty proud of you for that moment. So I'm giving you kudos for that.
0: Oh, I still made the impact. That's what matters.
1: Yeah, I hope so. Later, she went back outside and stomped on the goldfish some more and then said sorry to it. So I'm not, I was like, really? Okay.
0: That's a little scary.
1: Right? For sure. Yeah. You know, I uh, I mentioned the the blueberry pancake festival at the park the last time we were there, but we didn't talk about the Biggest blueberry pancake that was there.
0: I mean, there were a lot to choose from. It was. The pregnant
1: lady was my, like, I honed in on her and I was like, this can't be happening. You said
0: something about the pregnant lady and I didn't catch it. Oh, and I didn't. never saw it, what you're talking about she either. She had this
1: dress on and it was like this material that you could legitimately, see. you couldn't see through it color wise, but you could see through it. Like she, the outline of everything. She didn't have a brawn <laughs> and you could see not just her nipples, but like, all of it like you could see every piece of her and then <laughs> you could see her underwear line and i was like woman
0: that's not appropriate for a child's play place.
1: no <laughs> well not only that but i just thought and she was very pregnant and i thought there's no way i could have been walking around without a walking around without a brawn as a pregnant woman like how are you how are you comfortable right now and she had a thong on too you could see that clear as day through there i'm like how are you wearing? like how are you dressed like this as that pregnant not I think most comfortable
0: most blueberry pancakes live that life it's not a choice they made that day that's just the life they live every day and that was just another day of the week
1: yeah well the other one was that woman they had that little baby and i was i you remember the comment i made to you i'm like man like i wish i looked like that after i had it when i had a baby that was that little do you you, you remember what you said to me
0: oh i said oh that's meth yeah meth Meth makes you look like that that quickly after a pregnancy (laughs) oh my
1: gosh i was dying
0: yeah, it was um, a trashy day at the play park, which is unusual because we live in a pretty nice town, um, yeah. and I've never seen that, that caliber, caliber of people at this playground. And then yeah. we went back two days later, and they it, was it, fine. it yeah. wasn't like that. So I don't yeah. know what the deal was, but well, the, man,
1: the meth the meth pancakes they uh they they traveled. I heard her say or him say that they had traveled from. He said, "Oh, the last time I was here, I was a kid, and those <laughs> those people were like our age at least." So they had. And they came. They they traveled from a well, far away, from a galaxy far, far away.
0: They're a fine group.
1: Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. So oh, you know, tomorrow is that walkathon. Do you remember that whole debacle? Nope. The uh the I almost said business cards, but not greeting cards. Do you remember the greeting card debacle?
0: Nope. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So she Beazle came home with this stupid walkathon. By the way, I cannot stand how these schools send home freaking...
0: Oh, the fundraisers?
1: Fundraisers. Like once a week, they're sending home fundraisers. No, I'm sorry. It's
0: more than once a week, I feel. <laughs> this school is constantly pumping yeah. us for money.
1: Yeah, I don't mind giving money. In fact, tell me what you need. Do you Make want, it an occasion. Yeah, you want school supplies. You need Kleenex. You want snacks. Just tell me. I will go to the store, and I will purchase them for... A fraction of what you're asking me to send into the school, and I will bring you three times as much, and I will take care of you for the whole year. But stop sending me stupid uh, fundraisers home for greeting cards and prizes that are worth three times what you're a- or you know, the three times less than what you're asking these kids to like bring in.
0: Yeah, I, oh, s- I support crazy. the schools, but they're really starting to turn to the church. They want ten percent. <laughs> gross. <laughs> you don't get to do the math on your take home either.
1: Yeah, like I don't mind. I I honestly like I would send crayons and colored pencils and paper. I would go to the store because like I said, I'm cheap and I can get good quality stuff for pennies on the dollar and I can get them in mass amounts. So I will bring you all of the things that you need to make it through your school year for almost nothing on my part. So don't send me get greeting I don't I don't want greeting cards. I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: Did you elaborate that she was trying to sell oh, yeah. greeting cards? She, to yeah, we
1: had to purchase these boxes of greeting cards and then sell them. I don't, I don't want to sell them. I'm gonna end up buying these greeting cards that I don't. Yeah, want to I hate it with.
0: because a we're gonna buy these greeting cards that we don't need. Our family is gonna be guilted into buying mm-hmm. these greeting cards that, that they, they don't, don't want, want. and paying over the price mm-hmm. for because they want to make Bezel happy. Mm-hmm. Um and there's just a, a line, you know. I don't think there's anything wrong with selling candy bars or something like that. Like anybody's going to throw her a buck for a candy bar. I mean, wanting a 25 bucks for a box of greeting cards like you're yeah. pushing it. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, sure. she's selling this for a fundraiser for a walkathon that's, yeah, happening, that's tomorrow. happening
1: tomorrow. Yeah, that's happening tomorrow. Yeah, so I did not. I'm not giving any money to this walkathon. In fact, I don't even know if she gets to participate if I don't give money for the walkathon.
0: Oh, I'm sure she can participate.
1: Well, either way, I'm not sending money this time. She, oh, she brought home a book, a book magazine today. She's pumping me for eight book bucks. Fair. Yep, pumping me for eight bucks on that. Yeah, she came. She came in and followed me around with it until I. Until she was like, "So I need you to buy me this clipboard book," and I was like. We'll see. No, mom. Not we'll see. I need you to buy me this book. And then even when I put her to bed, she was like, did you buy the the clipboard book yet? Did you go purchase it? I'm like, girl.
0: You know that's a learned behavior, girl. right?
1: <laughs> from you? Her? Her. No. You?
0: you taught her that. Well, we. um Because she gets stuff from the book fair. Or oh, yeah. The, I don't
1: mind buying the books because yeah. she loves books. She loves even art supplies. that so I don't mind any of that stuff. I'm totally okay with that. But we can get
0: it on Amazon for right. a quarter yeah. of the price.
1: Yeah. I mean, I... It's what I'd much rather buy her the books than greeting cards. Like, much rather do that. I still
0: get used. Nobody's yeah. giving anybody a greeting card.
1: She wants to. She wants to give everybody a birthday card. Here's the
0: situation, though. <laughs> Either way, when it's your birthday, we're still not going to remember till it's last minute, and we're going to forget that those greeting cards exist, yeah. and we're still going to go to Rite Aid and spend five bucks on a card.
1: Nah, she'll remember. You know how she is. That kid. I swear to God. Since that girl has been old enough to remember anything, she never forgets anything. Yeah. Ever.
0: She has a good head on her shoulder.
1: Holy moly. All right. I have something fun to talk about. Okay. So I'm going to read you the headline for this article. And I want to get your opinion before I read you the article. Quick article. The headline is, man asks if he was wrong to call pregnant woman a C word for humiliating a teen cashier.
0: So... The pregnant lady went after the teen cashier, Yeah, and he called her the C-word.
1: Yeah, he stood up for the teen cashier.
0: That's interesting. You know I'm that guy. Mm -hmm. I will not sugarcoat the things, and Mm -hmm. we talked about this yesterday. I'm going to tell it how it is. Mm -hmm. I'll come back, but I have a side story to this. Oh, Do I think the situation was wrong? Probably not. I work customer service, and I love it when people stand up for people in customer service. Oh my god, me too. I think that word is a little harsh I think I think that word is a little <laughs> harsh um, especially for public for somebody that you don't know I know you like to fall back on the idea of well what if he's getting beat by his wife and that's where he is mentally and blah 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 I get that I think that word's a little harsh
1: okay. Well, so what I'm going to tell you is that I also love it. I actually wrote that down. I love it when I, get, when I see customers stand up for customer service workers because I feel like customer service workers do not get the appreciation that they need. Uh, way a long time ago, I actually had a customer who the customer was being super nasty to me. The customer behind, him, or behind her walked up to the counter and said, you must be an angel for dealing with that loud enough for her to hear. And I was like, that just made my day. Thank you. You know, those sorts of things really, like, mean something to me.
0: I agree. I get it. Do you remember my story um, of Menards, where the old man pulled a gun on me?
1: <laughs> uh, vaguely.
0: but okay. Yeah. So I was at Menards one day, and there's this guy in front of me in line. Uh, we were at the checkout, and this guy was probably probably 65, and he was an honorary old man, and he was just giving this cashier hell. Young girl, she was probably like 20, and for no reason. I was there for the whole interaction. She was nothing but a sweetheart, and he was just being that person and being a jerk and it went on and went on and i sat there and like my mouth was filling with blood from biting my tongue so hard and then i forget what he said but he crossed the line and he is like i said it's pieces of trash like you that make working customer service suck so bad and he turned red red looked at me lifted up his shirt to grab a gun out and he was going full irate old man because I called him out the gun never came out of the holster Uh, they actually came over and escorted him out of the building but yeah he was just being a jerk to this girl for no reason and it felt so good to be in the position of I'm gonna stand up for this girl and I'm not gonna lose my job so I called yeah. him a piece of garbage, and he was irate. I bet he doesn't go back there anymore.
1: Oh, I bet he does. He's, if he's like willing to, to like show his gun and be like, I'm going to shoot you, then he's probably willing to go back there. He probably doesn't care.
0: Maybe. All right. felt good, though.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I okay.
0: mean, until my life flashed before my eyes, because this honorary old man was pulling yeah, his gun out. Yeah, you know out.
1: what, though? <laughs> you would think you would learn. That would be the first thing I would think, is that this man has a gun, and he might kill me if I say something. That's why I don't.
0: Someday we might do the podcast where then somebody called the cops on me at Menards.
1: Oh, yeah. That's
0: a story for another day. Oh,
1: my God. If you're listening to this podcast, please, 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 please call. Please call or like send us your story.
0: Just so there's not too much suspense. I didn't do anything no, worth getting get. the cops called on me, but it happened.
1: Especially if you got fired. If you were the, if he got you fired, please, for sure. If you're the dude that called <laughs> the cops on me and no
0: longer work at Menards, call in.
1: Please, yeah. Okay, so uh, quick, quick. Uh, I was at the bookstore the other day, and I was approached. And I, as I approached the cashier, I saw a very angry and very pregnant woman who was visibly very upset. As I got closer, I listened to her as she bombarded this teenage girl working the register. She was upset that a book that's that it said was in stock online wasn't available at the store. She was complaining that she had wasted her time and energy by coming down to the store when the book wasn't available. The girl at the cash was looking extremely uncomfortable, and I could tell she. felt bad when the girl said there was nothing she could do the pregnant woman started cussing at her and calling her as calling her stupid and an inconsiderate little bitch as the girl was calling the stores the word is
0: justified now just so you know I've, I've, i've flipped sides
1: as the girl was calling stores to try and find her this book she called her an inconsiderate little bitch. Yeah. So um, and then she said to the woman or she looked at the guy behind her, the guy that called her that and said, what's the point of customer service if they won't help you? At this point, I had felt horrible for the young girl and I knew I had to say something. So I looked at the woman and I said, I just hope whatever you give birth to isn't a total see you next Tuesday like his mom.
0: <laughs> That's amazing.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, I Absolutely. thought the word was harsh in the beginning,
0: but nope. Justified.
1: For sure. Justified. Absolutely. It goes he I love
0: people that have that intention when they start going off on customer service like oh you called me a bitch i found the book you were looking for that worked yeah no never works
1: no mm-mm. yeah he goes on to say the poor girl was crying and was wiping away her tears with her hijab like come on now
0: oh geez
1: yeah and that she like flipped him off and called her husband in and the husband was like we need to leave call your husband
0: <laughs> nobody's taking an ass whooping for you being a jerk right, right, i promise right. you that yeah
1: i don't get and like you know their comments like. Oh she's pregnant. Like I think that the that word is a little harsh. No 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 no. I don't care if you're pregnant. I don't care who you are. If you're going to be that nasty. I agree. As soon as you, you start that word.
0: treating another person like they're hot garbage, kind of all bets are off, especially an innocent person. For um,
1: sure.
0: You know, that's one thing I do appreciate about the company that we work for is that we do work customer service and we all are 100% about the customers and they are the number one priority. Absolutely. But we do have the guardrails that if they cross the line and they yeah. start getting disrespectful with our employees mm-hmm. or calling names or start swearing, game over. You yeah. just cross the line and you're not welcome here anymore. Yeah. Um, and I do love that we have that support and I think all companies should have that Kind of Absolutely,
1: and especially, I also love that our company does it in a respectful way. Like we yeah. have very specific guardrails and how we tell people, like, nope, this isn't acceptable in our stores. You can't do that here. So I do really appreciate that they do give that sort of. You know, because at the end of the day, if I'm being respectful to you and I have to ask you to leave, at least I was being respectful. You know, it's good. Yep. So uh, see you next Tuesday is definitely there are reasons to use it. We've found out in this. Okay. so I also read a an article last week or so that I thought was interesting. And it was um, a woman and she was talking about how she was in the middle of giving birth. She wanted to make it. She wanted to be one of those parents that did not use the drugs. Oh, psycho. Yeah. No, that's not fair. That's not fair at all. Um, I
0: mean, it's pretty psychotic.
1: Yeah, I'll be honest. I didn't... So,
0: okay. Clearly, I'm not a woman, and I can't really chime in on this, but what I've been told my whole life is nothing is worse in in this life Mm -hmm. than trying to give birth to a child. Yeah. So, we have these glorious chemicals that somebody has gone through painstaking research to make happen to make this unbearable activity <laughs> a little bit more bearable. And you're going to try to tough it out? Yeah. Psycho.
1: Well, I can tell you that. Um, so, I mean, obviously, you know, because you were there. But I did not have any childbirths like that. I had two C-sections. But my plan was to have natural childbirths. Yeah. So.
0: Oh, wait. Like, your plan was yeah. to go drug free? Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I've seen
0: you stub your toe and cry for a day (laughs) and a half. Oh, shut up.
1: That's not true. Mm. That's not true at all. (laughs) It's (laughs) so far from the truth. You're such a liar. (laughs) No. Um, But, I mean, that was my plan. I can tell you. I plan to run a
0: marathon at some point in my life. It's not happening.
1: Oh, that's not true. I'll I'll drag you. But they, (laughs) no. I I imagine that I would have gotten in there and been like, forget this. I'm out. Like, drug me up.
0: You'd be like, I've crossed my threshold. I'd be like, honey, we're not out of the car yet.
1: (laughs) Right. On the way to the hospital, I'm crying like, give me the drugs. I. (laughs) So anyways, she's in the middle of this whole nonsense, and she's like miserable, and her husband finally says to her like – hey you realize that there's no trophy for any of this right you don't get a trophy for having a natural birth and so she kind of like came to this light like oh oh you're right there is no trophy there's no trophy for anything in life right i mean here and there real but like real things like parenting no i think
0: there are trophies for a lot of things
1: (laughs) where (laughs) are you getting this information from (laughs) okay but like like not a sports <laughs> you know what I'm saying like like we don't get a trophy for making sure that our kids made it to bed tonight right we don't get a trophy for making sure that they got to school on time this morning which I have a story about how my kids didn't get to school on time last week but in a minute but anyway so I know that like so she got talking about all of that and so it kind of made me thinking about you know we make light of the parenting fails right we make light of those and it's supposed to make you feel better but I know that for me even if I joke about it at the end of the day a lot of times I still feel really crappy about whatever parenting fail I've had and also like we often both of us also talk to each other about oh are we good parents right like we have that conversation quite a bit like are we doing the right things for our kids so
0: yeah we're also super self-critical people yeah but also I think it's normal I mean I'm sure you can sit down the best parents in the world and they question the things they do and at the end of the day i mean it is what it is you try your best Mm -hmm. um
1: okay well i'm glad you said that because i have some people actually said these things happen to them stories that they do not deserve a trophy for i mean Okay.
0: So you went from trophies do not exist to the they do exist, but these people don't deserve them. If
1: they even if they did exist, they wouldn't get a trophy for being a parent. They some of these people, who let me tell you. All right.
0: So we're we going over bad parents? Is yeah, these are happening? bad parents.
1: These should make you all feel good about yourself. Okay. Let me tell you. All right. So first unless one. we
0: talk about you. <laughs>
1: Right, unless this is you and then you can, um, you can contact us and defend yourself and I will gladly read it on the air. So go for it. Okay, so my dad used to sit us on his lap while he drove down the freeway, then close his eyes and have us tell him where to go.
0: This is a quote. This was not your dad. No Okay
1: These are people Like people telling their stories
0: That's a rough one I bet he's drinking a beer too
1: Oh yeah Oh I, All I can think of is like My parents when they were young Like whenever A lot of these I'm like These were things that happened When like my parents were young
0: Yeah you know Everything in this world now Has safety notifications Oh yeah Pamphlets that you have mm-hmm. to read All these warnings Yeah
1: Did you know that we had To sign something at the hospital When we took our kids home Like these are things you can't do Oh I kid. believe
0: it <laughs> I don't remember but I believe it. <laughs> yeah, we definitely did. But at one time, everything that has a warning on it now, mm-hmm. at one time did not have a warning. Yeah. And these are the kinds of stories that lead to those warnings.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, well, here's one. This one made me think about you. And I started laughing when I think thought started thinking about this because we just talked about teaching Beazle to ride a bike. So this one says, when I was learning to ride my bike, my dad duct taped my feet to the pedals saying, if you stop, you're going to fall. And then just sent me on my way. <laughs>
0: No, I believe that one. I do believe that one.
1: <laughs> so then I thought of you and Bezel. <laughs> Not that I thought you would actually do that, but I, because we had just been talking about teaching her to ride her bike. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is the last one. And I know you have a story about this. So they would let us save milk cartons to build cities in our backyard and then let us use matches to set them on fire and burn it down. So wow. that made me think of the napalm story.
0: Napalm story.
1: Yeah. So I feel like you can't say that you don't believe this because you have a story about napalm.
0: Yeah. I made napalm in my backyard. <laughs> Uh, actually, at my grandma's backyard. Should I give the instructions on how to do it? Probably not. No. Mm-mm. It only takes two material that you can find anywhere to this day. Yeah. Um, Google it; it's out yeah. there. Very easy to do. You can do it in your backyard. Mm-hmm. And I was not given the ingredients. I found the ingredients. How did you
1: know how to? How'd you know what to do with it? That's what I'd like to know. How did you figure you it? You know, out? I
0: don't. I don't know. We didn't have Google back then, but I had some degenerate ass friends. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sure that's where it came from. But, yeah, it's super easy to make, and then you can just whip it up in your backyard, catch didn't your you shit just, on fire. I was going to
1: say, didn't you, like, throw it around and then, turn like, catch it all on fire? Oh, yeah. What What did your grandma say?
0: Oh, I'm sure she didn't know. was <laughs> in her backyard. <laughs> you can't see the backyard <laughs> from your chair in the living room.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Things have changed so much. I can't. Oh, that's so crazy.
0: You say that, but our kids aren't teenagers yet. <laughs> Things may not have changed so much because now they do have Google and they can probably make it worse. Oh, my gosh. But so, yeah, I mean, kids get up to some nonsense stuff.
1: All right. Well, uh, we haven't talked about uh, marriage for a little bit, so I thought we could touch on that a bit today. Um, Are we going to
0: stick to the idea of failing or just talking about marriage in general?
1: (laughs) I Well, failing and not failing. So it has to do with there's like different facts. And then I also have some stuff about your birth order and how that affects marriages. So, we can talk a little bit oh, about like that. Oh, like order
0: of children? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Fun.
1: So, what is the average amount of time a married couple spends alone together each day?
0: Man, well, what time do your kids go to bed? Mm-hmm. So, for instance, our kids, we say their bedtime seven. They're usually in bed around eight ish mm-hmm. before things start quieting down. Yeah. I think if we're up late, 10 o'clock. So there's two hours, five days a week. So now we're at ten hours for the week. Um, does sleep time count?
1: No, just each day. Each so. day, yeah, each day,
0: two hours ish. So this, a twenty four hour span.
1: This says four minutes. Really? Yeah, four minutes a day. How? Uh, It says, due to jobs, kids, TV, the internet, and home and family responsibilities. Oh, so Um, you
0: can't count time that you're watching TV or playing on the internet? Mm -mm.
1: So it would be like that time at night when we lay in bed and we chat or whatever, right before we fall asleep. That'd probably be like the only time during the day that they would consider the the time we spend alone.
0: Hell, this podcast might be the only time a week in that. Well, I mean, this is going over the internet, so I guess this doesn't count.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I guess, yeah. So I don't
0: know. I don't know if I agree with that because, I mean, half the time if we're watching TV, I wouldn't watch that TV without you. Yeah. You know? I guess it's quality time of connection. Yeah. I would debate that just because I think half the time when we're watching TV, so a little bit about us, half the time we watch TV that doesn't matter. We watch half-hour sitcoms or stupid YouTube videos, stuff that doesn't really matter, because I think half the time we're talking through it anyways. Yeah. I think it's more background noise, noise. something a little bit entertaining. Yeah. So I would say we blow that statistic out of the water.
1: I think though that we're different. I really do. I think we're different in a lot of areas. I think that they're probably I think you're different too. Yeah. Well <laughs> I think you're different. You're special. I think that there are there have to be a lot of people or a lot of couples who don't spend as much time together. I think we m- do a good deal of making our marriage part of a priority in our lives. Um, whereas, not that I'm saying people don't make it a priority, I just think that they don't they don't think about it as much. They don't realize it's that, just there. Yeah, it's it's background, right? It's the kids and the jobs and the house and the bills and whatever else is going on.
0: Yeah, I can definitely see that. I'm glad that I think we buck that trend a little bit.
1: Yeah, I do too. So then the other one is birth order. So your birth order influences whether a marriage will succeed or fail. What do you think the most successful combination is?
0: Well, if I was just basing it on us, we're both the oldest children and we seem to work out well. I think the youngest child syndrome probably plays a lot into that, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I think if a couple gets together and they're both the youngest children, I think whether you like to believe it or not, the youngest children usually get a lot, get away with murder compared to oldest kids, right? They probably get a lot more. They're a little spoiled, a little more spoiled. So they're probably used to getting everything their way. Yep. Pairing up a couple of those together probably does not end the best.
1: Yeah. No, they said the two youngest kids, they don't work usually. They can't because, you know, everybody wants it their way, right?
0: Yeah, they're used to being priority.
1: Yeah, well, I'll tell you that actually um, firstborns are not supposed to work either. Really? Yeah, Um, wait till I tell you this. So firstborns are aggressive, uh, high level, of, and there's a high level of tension because they have to be right and in charge. Does yeah. that sound like us?
0: Yeah, to yeah. an extent, but mm-hmm. we make it work.
1: We do, but I think that it's taken a long time. We butt heads a lot. So two only children are have the highest divorce rate like if two only children are married it's the highest divorce rate
0: hmm. do you think it's because i mean everyone's heard the joke like the only child syndrome a lot of times the only children end up being a little weird i think everything um,
1: has to be about them
0: everything's gonna be about them sometimes they can be a little socially awkward do you think that plays into that statistic of
1: divorce with divorce rate yeah yeah i think it does I think that it makes them well. Yeah, they have to. Everything is about them. So if everything is about both of them, it can't always. You know, it can't always be. Everything can't always be about both of them. You know. Yeah. And they don't understand that.
0: I just thought maybe it's because they're weird, so they don't <laughs> get together in the first place. So the <laughs> statistic drops so quick. <laughs> if you're an only child, whether you know it or not, you're pretty weird. You're all. Oh, you're kind of weird.
1: Is that fair? <laughs> The most successful combination, though, they say, is an older sister of brothers with a younger brother of sisters. So the youngest brother with an oldest sister. So like let's say if there was four and four, it would be the you would have oldest sister with three brothers and then the youngest brother with three older sisters. How
0: often does that play out?
1: I don't know. And I don't I guess because you sort of understand. I don't I don't understand. I don't know. But it's weird. It's a weird combination, isn't it?
0: It is. I'd, I'd like to know more about the study. I guess.
1: Yeah, I, I think that there was there was more to it, but I just thought that was the most interesting part of it. <laughs> Okay, so I have a, well, kind of a parenting fail for the week. I I literally said to my kid, I have failed you today. Oh, God. <laughs> so um, one of the days last week, I don't know, I was supposed to... You know to-
0: both of our kids are going to the age where they will remember this shit, right?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure, I know.
0: And that was the day my mom said that she failed me as a parent. <laughs>
1: she failed me. I fell... Oh. It was such a chaotic morning, too. It's
0: still a better day than the day they say it back to you.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> that
0: would be can. devastating.
1: Oh gosh, yes. Oh, that's not a day that I look forward to. So, yeah, I set my alarm wrong. So, in the mornings when I'm getting the kids ready, I have to get up like a half hour before they do so that I can get ready. Otherwise, there will literally be zero amount of time for them, for all of us to get ready and so get out the door. you that hot
0: mess in the parking lot that we've talked about? Yep. Just wait. So... <laughs>
1: Um, I set my alarm wrong to the time when the kids had to get up and I was like, I can do this this morning.
0: Rookie mistake. Yeah.
1: We're going to like, we're going to power through this and I'm going to take the shortest shower of my life and it's going to be amazing and I'm going to make it out of the house. So of course everything went wrong that morning. So I had to fight to get Beazle up out of bed. I never have to fight her to get out of bed at that early in the morning. In fact, I took her TV away to get her out of bed. I was like, no TV tonight. You're getting out of bed. Get in the shower. And, you know, Beezle's in one of those stages where she's like between sizes. So like some of one size fits, some of the smaller size fits, but not all of them. So you have to like dig through all the clothes to find the ones that actually fit her. Right. So I found like the last pair of shorts and the last shirt in the laundry that fit her to get them on her. And of course, when she was brushing her teeth, she got toothpaste down the front (laughs) of her. And then I had to go find another shirt that fit her. And then she couldn't find her shoes, which we've talked about the shoe thing before and wouldn't you know that it was they were in the shoe rack on the back of the door where they're supposed to be but we looked everywhere did
0: you make her listen to the last podcast
1: no but we looked everywhere for those gd shoes and they were where they were supposed to be and i was so upset about it and then oh and so then i'm like okay well at this point i don't have time to take a shower so i get to be the hot mess in the parking lot that has not showered and smells and pretends like i don't care today so we go to walk out the door, and Bezel says to me, "Mom, Abu doesn't have shoes on. <laughs> I'm like, Why don't you have shoes on?" So I grab his shoes. I'm like, "Get over here! Let me get your shoes on." I put his shoes on him. We get in the car. I drop Bezel off—the latest I've ever dropped her off before. Boo, Boo's late for school. So I'm like, great, I'm late for school. I pull up, there's nobody there because everybody's already dropped their kids off 10 minutes late for school at this point. And he gets out of the car and I look down and his shoes are on the wrong feet. And I said, oh my God, kid, I've failed you. I'm so sorry, your shoes are on the wrong feet. So now if he had put those shoes on, I would have let him go to school with his shoes on the wrong feet because you put them on, figure it out. Right, But I put them on the wrong feet, and if he goes in and somebody says, oh, your shoes are on the wrong feet, he's going to say, my mommy did that. And I don't want it to be the hot mess that came into school and, and let my kid have his shoes on the wrong feet, so I had to switch his shoes when we got inside.
0: That's not that bad. I thought you were going to have a much... Much better story, like you let them jump off the roof onto a mattress or play with liquid mercury. Yeah, Come no. on, how do you hit me with those quotes and then say, oh, I failed as a parent because the shoes were on the wrong feet? Yeah,
1: I felt like it was it was a morning. It was one of those mornings where I was like, I just can't even.
0: <laughs> Fun fact, that's about how I feel every morning when I get them ready for school solo. <laughs> Really? Yes, it is pure chaos
1: Really? I don't, it doesn't, it's not like that for me Like I have everything to a science Like I get up at this time, you get up at this time We all do this at the exact same time Every single day I set timers I'm like, you have 15 minutes to eat breakfast When that timer goes off, you go upstairs and you brush your teeth And when you come downstairs, we're leaving, that's it
0: You are saying that to me like you think you deserve a trophy (laughs) <laughs> Haven't we already discussed this? If I could you got your can shit I just, together. Yay can for I Teresa. Just get a star? I don't.
1: Can I get a gold star at least? No. For getting the kids out the door on time most days? <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Oh, well. Can't You win some, you lose some, right? You can't, can't win them all. All right, well, that is all I have for you guys today. If there is anything that you heard today that you want to chime in on or any of our other podcasts, if you have anything that you'd like us to talk about, any questions for us, any topics for us, we would love to hear from you. So go ahead, reach out to us at uh, managingthatchaos at gmail.com, at managingthatchaos on Instagram or at chaosmanagers on Twitter. Thank you guys. We'll see you next
0: week. Have a good week. Try to get those kids to school on time.